You're listening to All Things Relax with Sandy D. Inspiring women to relax and rejuvenate. Here's your host, Sandy D. Hi, I'm Sandy D. And this is the All Things Relax podcast. Thank you for joining me today. Since this is my first podcast, I'm going to share more about myself, my background, why I created All Things Relax, and what and who inspires me. So, let's get started. I was born in Queens, raised in Southampton, New York. Yes, the Hamptons. The Hamptons were an artist colony back in the day. When I was 14, I worked for a roadside fruit and vegetable stand, so I sold red peppers to some of your favorite actors and well-known news anchors. I always enjoyed challenging myself and learning new things, so I ended up graduating a year early from high school. I set off to college at Brandeis University, which is just outside of Boston. My classmates would arch their eyebrows when I said I was from Southampton. They would ask me if my family owned a yacht. I laughed to myself and I thought, yeah, sure. For the locals who live there year round, the Hamptons were more about corn and potato fields. One of the defining moments as a teenager was when I participated in a summer exchange program in the middle of nowhere, Quebec. I actually wanted to go to France, but all of the slots were taken. Thanks to my childhood friend, I studied French. Most Americans back in the day, they studied Spanish as a second language. But my friend's mom was from France, so I selected French. Now, this was sink or swim because almost no one in the small town where I was placed spoke English. So the children there, they would point at me and say to each other, she's the English woman, meaning the woman who spoke English. It opened my eyes to a new culture. After a year and a half in college, I decided to take a calculated risk, took a leave of absence from Brandeis, and transferred to l'Université de Montréal, or Montreal University. All of my classes were in French, except for Japanese class. I did a minor in East Asian studies. I actually interviewed the Japanese language instructor, who was a Quebecois, to ask him if being a non-native French speaker would be a problem. He said to me, do you understand me? To which I replied, oui. And he said, then no problem. I'd love to have you in my class. After finishing college, I moved to the Washington, D.C. area where there were more opportunities to use my French language skills. My first job was working for a small consulting firm representing French interests at the World Bank. I ended up moving on when I found an opportunity to work for the oldest employee-owned company in the United States, the Bureau of National Affairs. Sounds like government, but it was a private publishing company. I got my job interview by having someone slide my resume under HR's door. The hiring manager's son apparently went to college in Montreal, so my resume stood out. The company was later acquired by a former presidential candidate, by the way. One of my best bosses at BNA advised me to get a master's degree, and I am so glad I listened to him. While working on my degree, I did a practicum in international education at George Mason University. My mentor asked why I hadn't participated in the JET program. 
the Japan Exchange and Teaching Program. I had never heard of it. They don't advertise in non-English speaking universities. The JET program is a cultural exchange program where non-native English speakers, Japanese students, learn English as a foreign language from native speakers from countries around the globe who go to Japan. So, for example, I had coworkers not only from the United States, but from Canada, from the UK, from Australia, from New Zealand. It was really international. It was a wonderful experience. Now, the funny thing is, I found out I was accepted into the JET program on a Saturday. And the following Monday, that I was pregnant with my second child. Ironically, I learned French in the U.S., went to Canada learned Japanese, which was taught in French, then went to Japan to teach English. After two years in Japan, we moved back to the U.S. and lived in Colorado. In Colorado, I worked for the Canadian consulate. Now, internationals don't always take Americans very seriously when they claim to be fluent in a language. And I understand that. Many will say I'm fluent in, you know, whatever language, Spanish or French. And then when you try to just engage in a very simple hello, goodbye, they can't even say that. But <laughs> this is kind of funny. When the diplomats at the Canadian consulate uh, would sit around and talk to each other in French, they thought that the Americans around there didn't understand what they were saying. Until one time, they told a funny joke, and I just burst out laughing. Wow, the look on their face was priceless when they realized I understood everything they were saying. Eventually, we moved back east for job opportunities. I landed a job on Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C. at the Congressional Research Service, an agency within the Library of Congress. By the way, one of my favorite benefits of working there is that we had unlimited book borrowing privileges. So when you would leave work at the end of the day, they would actually search your bags to make sure that if you were taking any books that they were properly checked out. So what I love the most about working at Congressional Research Service is that our publications were nonpartisan. The group I worked with was tasked with making sure that the reports presented the facts objectively and we actually would flag any political bias. The long commute from Maryland to D.C., coupled with being a mom to two young boys, led me to move to a job closer to home. I worked for a prestigious standard-setting nonprofit that's been around since 1820, the United States Pharmacopeia, or we used to call it USP. So it's USP, not to be confused with UPS. Huh. I worked in both the publishing and global health departments. After seven years, I returned to my first love, publishing, and returned to BNA, now renamed by the former presidential candidate who acquired the company. So let's take a short break, and after the break, I will tell you why I created All Things Relax. 
Indulge yourself and find your inner zen at All Things Relax Online Boutique, a curated collection of artists and handcrafted skin and body care products to get your relax on, including Jasmine Rose Floral Mist, Lavender Whipped Body Butter, Sexy Organic Bath Tea, and many more. Over 100 products to choose from. All Things Relax.myshopify.com. New customers save 20% on your first order by using the promo code. Code relax20 at checkout. All things relax.myshopify.com. So, welcome back. In this segment, I'm going to talk to you about why I created All Things Relax. So, when I returned to publishing and a longer, unpredictable metro commute from Maryland to Virginia via Washington, D.C., my job related stress skyrocketed. After work, while I was waiting for the metro, I had heart palpitations. I felt like I was going to collapse on the metro platform. I really thought I was going to have a heart attack. It was scary. You know, heart problems run in my family. So I went to the doctor. My doctor said I was having anxiety attacks from work-related stress that was building up. I was surprised because I have never in my life had an anxiety attack before. He prescribed anti-anxiety meds. I decided, though, instead of taking that medication, and there's nothing wrong with taking uh, anti-anxiety meds if you need them, but I decided to try a more holistic approach and incorporated essential oils into my self-care practice. In addition to incorporating essential oils into my self-care practice, I also realized I needed a creative outlet for my stress. Since I love to write, I started the All Things Relax blog so I could share my wellness journey with other women. Other creative outlets that I explored were painting. Now, listen, I cannot even draw a stick figure. So, my painting style tends to be abstract figurative or figurative abstract, whatever you say. I can never remember which way it goes because I'm always thinking about that in French. I also returned to a childhood hobby, photography, except this time instead of looking through um, one of those brownie cameras, uh, instead I started using digital and I would document the world around me through the camera lens. Often I would document nature or sometimes I would document my frustrations on my daily commute. So there's a lot of pictures within the metro too. Now, after this short break, I'm going to tell you quickly who and what inspire me. Indulge yourself and find your inner zen at All Things Relax Online Boutique, a curated collection of artisan handcrafted skin and body care products to rejuvenate your soul, including energizing citrus body lotion, pink clay mask, stress relief gift pack, and more. All Things Relax.myshopify.com. New customers save 20% on your first order by using the promo code RELAX20 at checkout. All Things Relax.myshopify.com. Welcome back. So, let me tell you who and what inspire me. First, let's talk about who. My mom and my children are my greatest source of inspiration. My mom raised me and my sister as a single mom on a shoestring budget in the Hamptons and never let challenging times get in the way of her dreams. She taught us how to manage our money, 
I had my first checkbook at age 13 and bought my first bicycle by saving up my own money. She has always had an entrepreneurial spirit. When I was six years old, I remember hand sewing little pillows to sell in her children's clothing store, String Bean. All of the clothes in my mom's store, String Bean, were hand sewn by her. Later, when I went off to college, my mom turned what could have been a devastating event, an almost fatal car crash, into a magnificent opportunity for her when she ended up opening her own kitchen and bath design company. And in between, there are many jobs along her journey that if I could write a book about it, in fact, at some point, I will have to invite my mom just to talk about that. Anyway, my children are also a huge inspiration because when I thought I was going to collapse on the Metro platform, I propped myself up against a concrete wall and told myself I have to stay healthy because my kids need me. My children are both miracles of science, and I will talk about that in a future episode. That said, during the process of having children, I learned that I was hypothyroid. It took moving to Japan before I was more specifically diagnosed with Hashimoto's, an autoimmune disease where one's body attacks the thyroid. So, next, what inspires me? Despite being an introvert, I actually love people, especially people from different cultures and countries. I love learning more about the world from their perspective. Having lived in Canada and Japan and traveled to many other countries, I have had the privilege of seeing how other countries manage work-life balance, healthcare, and what social policies and cultural practices guide their quality of life. I enjoy sharing what I learn with others. Thank you again for stopping by and learning more about me. In future episodes, I will be introducing you to inspiring and creative women. Ciao. You have been listening to All Things Relax with Sandy D. Inspiring women to relax and rejuvenate. We invite you to leave a comment and review our podcast. Check out our blog and online boutique at allthingsrelax.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at allthingsrelax. Until next time.